Hello, and welcome to the 12th House Tomfoolery Podcast. I'm Tiffany, and I'm here with Kate. Hey, Kate. Hello. We know it's been a long time, but... It's been a minute. Yeah. You know, some things happen. Just a quick mental crisis. Then technology came to both of us separately at the same time. (laughs) Yep. I quit my job, so (laughs) there's been a lot going on. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. (laughs) We are sorry, but we totally missed you. We did. And we're excited to be back. I'm excited to be back. Me too, because we want to be able to hopefully do a couple more episodes before I start spooky season. Spooky season. Which may or may not be more ooky spooky things going on. And I'm going to also try to go do some on-location research recording things. Yes, I love it. I want to do that too. There's some spooky places in Detroit, I'm sure. I'll have to look them up, but I'm sure. I'm going to make Kate FaceTime me while she's chasing demons. (laughs) So we can record it. (laughs) That FaceTime would not last very long because I guarantee the demon would win that chase. I'm a really bad runner. so Sir, I'm on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and my legs are short, and I can't run. I'm a potato, so that that definitely that definitely would be an interesting video for sure. Anyway, back to it, uh, Kate. What do you have to talk about today? Well, first of all, I wanted to talk about the fact that I'm excited slash horrified slash dejected that it's Virgo season. So <laughs> we missed. We like. We really did take a long break because when I first started researching this, it was for cancer season. And uh, then Mm -hmm. we completely missed Leo season, which is so sad because Leo season is such fun energy. But of course, we're back to work. We're back to work in Virgo season because you know what Virgos love? Work. Being serious. That's right. Fucking Virgos. (laughs) Fucking Virgos. Fucking Virgos. Yeah. Um. But I am excited that it's Virgo season because as, as much as I love to to uh, clown on Virgos, it is a good season to get stuff done and to uh, to make your life a little bit better and to improve yourself. So I'm glad that we're back at it. And we are improving the podcast. Yes. Uh, the reason we took the break is Kate and I are now on microphones. We're recording in a new um, recording thing online. And this will be the first run of that. So hopefully audio is a little more crisp, but you know, some things may dip in and out. Tech magicians. Mm. Don't overpromise. I'm still, don't overpromise. I know you literally had to talk me through <laughs> downloading Chrome onto my MacBook. So I don't, I don't know if tech genius or wizard. I did. It was like hunched over a computer, like an old woman on the highway. I was, I was. And I, I don't know if you could tell the stress and anxiety in my voice, but I was about to have a full mental breakdown too. So oh, no. I'm glad it worked. No, I think I was being too golden retriever energy friendly to notice. Oh yeah, no, I was I was reaching my breaking point. I can't technology is very difficult for me. So Kate was like, Why is the Chrome logo bouncing? I'm like, it's I know I was. Did you that was that was right when it was happening. When the Chrome logo was bouncing was when was when I was about to lose my shit. So I'm glad it stopped bouncing. She was a couple bounces away. I was. Yeah. I was one bounce away from from a full mental breakdown. So thank God that bounce didn't happen. 
But speaking of bounces happening and full mental breakdowns, would you like to hear about our topic for this week, Tiffany? I absolutely would love to hear about this. Phenomenal. Because there's going to be lots of bounces and mental breakdowns coming (laughs) up. So we are going to talk about Jody Arias and the death of Travis Alexander. I'm very excited about it. All right. Jody Arias and Travis Alexander. And Jody Arias, please. Arias? And your name. Correctly. <laughs> Forgive my um, pronunciation privilege. I did not know. Yeah, pronunciation privilege. <laughs> That's great. Um, sorry. Sorry. Arias is actually like a better, I like that better, but it definitely is Arias. And I know that because I've watched, I don't know, 7,000 crime TV shows about this. So good. Cause I don't know much about this. Oh, good. Um, I got really mad at my friend's stuff. Cause we watched something about it. Like, I don't know, 10 years ago. And then five years later, like a thing came on about it and she didn't remember it. And I was like, we watched this together. You know, about Jody Arias. I feel very strongly about uh, Jody Arias. So, all right. To set the stage, Jody Arias is um, this like very beautiful, sexy little thing like she is a man eater she's got like a really hot body pretty face long hair she's like she's a hot girl right um yeah i think i think is a reason one of the reasons why this case got so much media attention it's also batshit bonkers bananas crazy but um the fact that she was like this hot little sex dumpling uh i think helped it as well what? Sex dumpling? Yeah, she was. I don't know. Other, I don't know any other way to to put it. What's the what's Point the feeling in a sex dumpling? Ugh, that's a. I don't know if I want to uh, answer. Mm, right? Mm-mm. Nope. Steamed or fried? Ooh. <sighs> I do I love dumplings. Move on. Pass. All right. <laughs> let's 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 move on. Although, do I want to move on? I want to talk about sex dumplings. No, I'm just kidding. We can move on. So. <laughs> I do. Chinese food, sex, dumplings. Mm. Great. Mm. Some of my favorite things. Okay. So yeah. So Jodi Arias is this like beautiful, beautiful woman. Just to give you a little background on, on Jodi's childhood and then a little background on, on Travis's childhood to set the stage. So uh, Jodi was known as quote unquote, a, a good girl. She told ABC when she was being interviewed after, after the trial that she had an almost ideal childhood that has been, I don't know if negated is the right word. Uh, there's lots, there's many stories about her childhood and I can't quite figure out if it was good or if it was bad. I think it was relatively okay. good. She just is bad, I think is is the mm, case. Gotcha. Because, you know, her dad's like, Jody was a little weird. But he also said that after <laughs> she was, you know, tried for murder. So I don't know if he always said that um, she, she was a little quirky <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, yeah we always thought it was cute until she murdered somebody um our yeah. bad our bad our bad our bad we just thought it was quirkiness well quirky is one way to put it um but uh her friends would like call her mom and tell her she was unwell that she was like mentally unstable she did drop out of high school um junior year to move in with her boyfriend, but she did have like a nice life growing up. Um, so it wasn't like bad childhood, you know, as many, as many killers have, it was, it was a fine, normal childhood. I think she just was 
unstable. Um, and then during her twenties, she just works a bunch of dead end jobs. Like she starts working, uh, you know, junior year when she drops out of high school, does just like mm -hmm. odds and ends, uh, jobs. She had a lot of abusive boyfriends, like both physically and emotionally. So that's not great. It's not a pass for killing someone. Um, but it, it, it's not great. So just, we'll get into Travis's backstory a little bit as well, which is a little more, uh, interesting and intriguing. So Travis Alexander is her paramour. I don't know if I'd ever really call him her boyfriend for like a hot second he was, but we'll get into it. Um, but Travis is born to two parents that are drug addicts and he has seven siblings. So he's in this family of these drug addicted parents. The parents are like going to jail, going out of jail. It's just like terrible, terrible childhood. Not ideal. Oh, yeah. No, it's not right. Not ideal. But his grandma takes him in and adopts him at age 11. And his grandma is very nice to him and very loving. Um, but she's very, very Mormon, like big time Mormon. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. So um, he wasn't religious before this, but his grandma becomes this like savior to him because he had this terrible life. Grandma adopts him, gives him this great life. So as he becomes a teenager, he's like, all right, I'm getting big time into the Mormon church. Like I need to do well by my grandma. I need to be, you know, a good Mormon boy, which okay. I don't know what that means, but good Mormon boy. So he gets super into the church. He becomes a missionary elder. Um, he's going around doing the, you know, do you want to be a Mormon? I don't know what they call that. <laughs> what do they call that thing that they do <laughs> when the Mormons go on? Uh, there's a word for it. When they go on their little bicycles and <laughs> scoot around. I don't know if they're on bicycles, but I like that thought. There's a word for it. It's yeah. Like, isn't the Church of Latter-day Saints the ones where they have, have the white press shirt and tie? Yeah. And they've got to do their, like, it's not pilgrimage, but they've got to do their missionary work, I guess. Yeah. I don't is, know how they phrase it. You're right. I can't, there's a word for it. I can't remember what it is. But they do. I think they go around, like, the country, and they try to convert people to Mormonism. Which, how do you do that? Are you like, hey, here's a life where you can't drink coffee or alcohol? And That's really all I know about Mormonism. And do you like having sex. fun? Yeah. Cut that shit out right away. <laughs> yeah, do you like having fun? No? Great. No. Perfect oh religion for you. May, may we come in. Yes. Do you like having fun? Yes. Okay, this is going to be a little bit of a harder sell, but... <sighs> Might be a little bummer. <laughs> yeah. Might not sound good at the forefront, but wow. Wow. Eternal salvation. That'll be great. So, he does all that. He, like, works up in the church. Um, but he's a teenage boy, right? He wants to have sex as teenage boys do, right. which is sinful, sinful, exceedingly sinful. And before marriage, never, never, not even once, <laughs> not even once. Don't try it. Yeah. So he did try it though. Obviously, clearly he tried but it. He, but he did. Really. But he did try it. Um, <laughs> I think he tried it. He liked it and he kept doing it. He, he, uh, he enjoyed his free trial and he then became a subscriber to wow. sex. So he's got this girlfriend, Deanna. She's also uh, a Mormon. He feels all the shame. Uh, I love this. Every article is like, he felt a lot of shame about their sexual activity. 
but he kept doing it. He did it many times. It's like, well, not that much shame. Not enough shame to not do it. Um, so Sounds it like is, no eye contact missionary. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure, no eye contact missionary. Or the irony, though, of that position. Anyway. I know, right? The mis- Yeah, yeah. Splitting his missionary duties day and night. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so he goes and he does admit that he's been having sex with her. Um, and the elders agree to keep it private. So he still would be, the Mormon, Mormon church here, an eligible virgin bachelor. Because to be an eligible bachelor in the Mormon church, you got to be a virgin. I mean, I do appreciate that it's both men and, and women, but to be an eligible virgin bachelor, everyone's dream, right? <sighs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. So that kind of sets the stage for for the rest of our tale because the uh, sex theme and the issues with sex definitely play a large role in this story. Travis becomes a a motivational speaker after after school, and he does really well with it. Like if you if you like watch video of him, he really is like a very charming, like likable dude. He really, he really is. And he's like good looking. And, and so he's doing great with this, this motivational speaker thing. Jody, on the other hand, um, is going from relationship to relationship. She's in a four-year relationship with this guy, Daryl Brewer, um, who's 20 years older than her. He was her restaurant Ooh. manager. We know how those mm-hmm. stories work out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, not good. But so you can already start to see that she's a nut job though, because she's in this four year relationship with him. He is divorced. Um, and he's like, I don't really know if I want to like, like full relationship, but she like pushes it, pushes it, pushes it. They move in together. Then she starts to do some single white female shit. She dyes her hair to look like, uh, the ex-wife. She gets breast implants to like the shape and size of his ex-wife's. Um, she buys the same she, car. Like, Titty Columbo? Yeah. She, she like looking at <laughs> historical Titty evidence. Col- like, no, she like, oh, that's a 36D. Like, come on. I know, right? Is she looking at everything? I don't know. Maybe he told her. Maybe he was like, well, my wife had 38 Triple H's. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but regardless, that's pretty nuts, right? Like dye your hair, oh, boob yeah, job, yeah. same car. Uh-uh. You know, I wouldn't, I would, I would be a little nervous about that. A little less right. quirky. <laughs> yeah. She's getting less and less quirky. That's for sure. So she's in this relationship with him. They meet up because she gets a job um, at, at prepaid legal services, uh, which is like kind of a, a phone legal kind of a thing. So she was like a salesperson uh, for them. She's at Mm. a conference in Vegas, as is Travis Alexander being a motivational speaker. He's there to like give these, give these speeches. They meet up randomly and he's immediately taken with her because she's this little sex dumpling. So he sees her. He's like, Oh my God, you're gorgeous. They talk for a little bit. Um, and he's like, well, you should come tonight to this fancy dinner that my company is holding. Like, you can come with me. Um, it's a black tie affair, though. So she doesn't have a gown. His 
work friend is there with her, um, with him, Sky Hughes. So Sky Hughes lends her this like beautiful gown. They go, they talk the entire dinner. It's like this like love at first sight kind of a thing. They like hit it off. Everything is amazing. She's being super charming. He's super charming. They love it. So he says to Sky Hughes, uh, she's beautiful. She's friendly. She has long blonde hair, cute figure. Yeah. So they have this like crazy, crazy connection. Um, so they go their separate ways. She's living in Arizona at the time. He's living, um, or excuse me, he's living in Arizona. She's living in California. So they keep in touch like crazy. Um, and this is, they first met in September of 2006. They end up in this like long distance, not relationship, but they're talking all the time. They exchange 82,000 emails. Like that's a lot of fucking emails, right? What year was this? 2006. So I guess maybe they're, but you could text then. I don't know. It's really wild. Yeah. I guess they're emailing each, I don't know, but 82,000 emails, which is, it seems like a, a bit, a, a bit much. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, so they're keeping this like long distance thing. They start having phone sex. Um, but remember, you know, he, he's a Mormon. So they're getting like a little bit sexy. And then Sky Hughes uh, says oh, she meets Jody the first, the, that first night. Um, she's the one that lent her the dress about her and the Travis situation. This is her quote. Uh, Eric, Jody was beautiful. She's friendly. She has long blonde hair. She's a cute figure. She's very sweet. During the dinner, they just talked the whole time. They got along so great. She seemed to like him just as much as he liked her. The next morning, he tells me that he's found his wife, and this is the girl he wants to marry. So, immediate red flag if you're saying, like, I want this to be my wife after one night. That's not good. I, I don't think. Um, and he his quote back to Sky is, I went from intrigued by her to interested in her, to caring about her deeply, to realizing how lucky I would be to have her as a part of my life forever. It's not hard to see that whoever scores Jody, whether it be me or someone else, is going to win the wife lottery. Oh, really, Travis? You might amend that statement later. Um, but they're, you know, they're lovey-dovey. They're having phone sex all the time. They would actually drive to meet halfway between the two states at Sky Hughes's house. So Sky Hughes had like a, a front row seat to this, to this entire, entire situation. Yeah. So that's September, 2006. By uh, February, 2007, they start officially, they're like officially dating, officially together. Oh, now it's for real. Now it's for real. Yeah, actually, but to, to back up, I'm sorry, I forgot this little part. Um, yes. In November in 2006, so they've only hung out a couple times. They've had the phone sex. I'm relatively sure they've had actual sex by this point, uh, too. Um, yeah. Jody gets baptized as a Mormon. So they've known each other two months, and she's getting baptized as a Mormon. Crazy. Um, he says they can do, now that she's a Mormon, they can do everything but penetrative sex. So they can mess around all these other ways. Yeah. Like one of those, like, <laughs> yeah. Tell me, tell me that you've heard about soaking, please. Oh my God. No. Oh no. What is soaking? So because they can't, 
do penetrative sex. I don't know if it's Mormon specifically, but it was on more. Listen, it's uh, it was on Mormon TikTok. So uh, something uh, is basically uh, penetrative. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You can't. You, you can't drop that bomb. What the fuck is Mormon TikTok? Oh, well, it's just like every anytime you talk about a specific subject, you can just say blah TikTok because there's oh. all these little like sub TikTok things going on. Oh, like, okay. TikTok subculture. I thought it was like but a separate was, app, like Mormon TikTok. No, 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 like, no, no. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I wish no. that would be fucking amazing. Okay. But let me tell you what this is because you're about to laugh if you actually don't know what it is. I don't know so what it is. Penetrative sex without movement and hip thrusting. So the man inserts oh himself into, into the woman. <laughs> no. And the way they have sex is one of your friends is jumping on the bed to create no. the movement so that you're not actively no. fornic- fornicating with them. No. No. Yes. No, 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 no. Oh my God. No. I thought it was. It it's was in Wikipedia. It's in Wikipedia. I just looked it up. Oh my god! Something is also known as AKA marinating or floating. Oh my god! Sexual practice. Oh my god! Oh god! Marinating ew or floating, inserting penis into vagina, but not subsequently thrusting. Oh my god! (laughs) Okay, I have a question. Who? Then who's jumping on the, like, who's like, yeah, I'll take that job. Oh, you and your boyfriend are going to, like, who's your, it. I'll be, I'll your, be the captain of the ship. Your soak fluffer. Your soak uh, fluffer. Your sous chef. I've got it. I've got it. Third person has been termed the bed jumper or provo pusher. Oh my God. I and think Provo's it should be the sous chef. The marinating sous chef. I mean, a lot of a lot of kinks coming through, and you're like, "Yes, chef." During sex. yeah, we chef. Yes, chef. <laughs> so then, like anyway, okay. but that's soaking. So, okay, but I can't. I'm sorry, I can't take this. So then, like, is she like harder, faster? But like, he doesn't do anything. The bed jumper does it. Yeah. <laughs> just go go to TikTok when we're done with this episode. Just type in "soaking" into the search <sighs> bar, and I promise you. A hundred million TikToks are going to come up and you can just watch those and you can be an expert in 10 minutes. I don't want to be an expert in this, but I will watch TikToks on it because you know me, if it's weird, I gotta, I gotta go down it. But so we just go go to your Mormon gross homework. (laughs) Yeah. Is, is this a real, like, this is a joke or this is, this is a real thing. No, this is absolutely a real thing that, the do and it's associated with actually the church of latter-day saints <laughs> it's all over the internet gate that's that's what their sex education is it's how to marinate that's their little little I side can't. project i guess i don't know how to tell you but that's what it is it was super popular on the internet like i want to say like three four months ago and i just was cracking up yeah i don't know how i missed it that is it, if it's on I'm, TikTok, my old ass found it. Okay. I mean, I'm speechless. I'm like, and I'm like a cool is, millennial. I'm just sneaking in there. A cool millennial. I am not. A, I'm a geriatric millennial. I'm not a cool. I'm not a cool one. But you're yeah. just. You're doing great, sweetie. You're doing great, sweetie. Um. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Let's get back to the story because I I just remembered something that I forgot to say, which also is an amazing part of their romance story. 
where they Perfect. first met in Vegas. Talk about what's the most romantic location you can think of to meet at in Vegas. Anywhere, really. I mean, I think the standard people think is Paris because of all the media stuff. But yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Paris. Although there is that Paris hotel in Vegas. No, they met outside of Rainforest Cafe. (laughs) Oh, sorry, moist. I forgot that was my other. (laughs) Moist. Yeah. (laughs) That was actually my second choice. I just didn't know. Oh my god. Oh my god. Perfect for soaking. You can marinate. You can marinate. Humidity is 99%. Yeah. <laughs> Very balmy. Oh my God. It is. Yeah, that was foreshadowing, I guess, the rainforest uh, cafe. <laughs> oh, I can't take it. Um, so, okay. So, yeah. So she gets baptized in 2006. He's like, we can do everything, but. <laughs> I thought you were going to say in the rainforest cafe. Oh, no, I wish. What is I- happening? That would be amazing. Mormon mayhem. In the, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think she was baptized in the Rainforest Cafe, but I, I wish I wish she had been. That would be <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, yeah, it would. I know, it really, really would. So, yeah, they officially start dating in 2007. She moves uh, to Arizona. And surprise, surprise, the honeymoon doesn't really last that long. Um, she honeymoon or honeymoon period honeymoon period honeymoon period okay I was like whoa what's going on all right yeah honeymoon period in the in the relationship um so she does all sorts of things like on holidays and this is this isn't a very short period of time this is in like three to four months and they've only been dating officially for like a month uh he would like have his family over on holidays and she would like show up and he'd be like "I, I I didn't invite you Jody and she would just stay and like be creepy to everyone and then like on Christmas so actually this Christmas this is before they're officially together so shame on Travis Alexander like this girl is clearly crazy she shows up at Christmas dinner he is like you gotta go dude like my family's here (laughs) yeah like you're really crazy like uncomfy you gotta go so she does go but she sneaks back in through the dog door and they wake up and she's sleeping under the christmas tree (sighs) bitch yeah (laughs) what yeah but but also like then why two months later is he like you know what i want you to be my girlfriend so like also dude come on like not to be a victim blamer but no one soaks better than her yeah right (laughs) She's the moistest gal in town. I um, lay stiller than anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Stiff as a feather, light as a board. So still. <laughs> so yeah. still. So still. Not even sure I'm breathing. Yep. Can't even tell. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Um so they get together in February. They break up in June. Very short relationship. They break up, but they're still boning, right? He can't stop. He can't stop boning her. Then she, I mean, un, this is not confirmed whether he was like, all right, let's start having, let's cut the uh, 
marinating or what is it? What is cut it out the smoking? actual middleman? Yeah, 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 cut out the, <laughs> cut out the actual middleman. And yeah, I'll just they, actually move my own hips. Thank you very right. much. Yeah, I've been going to the gym. I think I can uh, get a few thrusts in there, a couple pumps for you. Um, yeah, almost, they cut out. Almost. There oh, it yeah. is. There it is. Mm. Praise Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Um, but by this point. Quite acceptable. Yeah. So I don't know if she was like trying to win his love. So she like convinces him to do it the real way or I don't know who was the instigator, but they're, they're having, they're having role sex. No. Penetrative sex. Penetrative sex. Yes. Um, so she moves back home. Then she moves back because she's gotta be by Travis. He, again, there's so many red flags in this. It's like unbelievable. So she starts waiting tables and then he hires her to clean his house. So she's, he's like, oh, you need a little extra money. You can come clean my house. Personally, if I've got this crazy ex, I don't think I'm going to be like, you know what? I got a job for you. Come in my house when I'm not here and just clean it and I'll pay you. Like, mm, trouble on so many levels. Remember that dog door you climbed through? If you could actually dust around that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My dog won't go through it anymore. It smells too much like human. If you get your son off that. Yeah. Just maybe um, a chamois. I don't know. Whatever you think. Yeah. Yep. So he, so she finds, you know, she's like snooping through. His, of course, she's doing all sorts of nut jobs. Oh, 100%. Stuff. 100%. Yeah. She's snooping through his computer. She's snooping through his clothes. She's snooping through everything. Um. She's like, you're cheating. He's like, I'm not cheating, Jody. We're not together. She's like, but I'm cleaning your house. And he's like, yeah, that doesn't mean you're my girlfriend, though. She's like, but we're fucking, which is a stronger point, but still does not mean yeah. that you're. Should have led with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's your your trump card of any. You don't really yeah, have Yeah, just card. start there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lead with your best offer. Yeah, I know. So she moves away again. Like, this is crazy. They're like pinging back and forth. She moves back in August. They start sleeping together again. She thinks he's courting her because they're sleeping together again, mm. which like. Mm. But did I mean, he take you to a rainforest cafe? Yeah. Right. I'll tell you now. That if somebody takes you to a rainforest cafe. They're proposal, probably going to propose. Yeah, yeah. A proposal. For like, for sure. There's, for sure. There's nothing better. Um, so again, they like, don't talk about this. She's just nuts. And she's like, well, he wants me to be his girlfriend because we're fucking which is like i just that's like 101 dating right just because the guy is boning you does not mean he wants to be in a relationship with you duh um so she shows up to his house again out of the blue he's outside kissing another woman she freaks out she like loses her mind he makes it clear he's like we are not boyfriend and girlfriend she cries she freaks out the whole thing. They keep sleeping together. Of course, this guy like cannot. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't, can't stop. Cannot stop doing it. That now. She's certifiable. And he's like, well, I'm, st I'm still going to hit it. But yeah. we're not, we're not together. Yeah. Yeah. Like how, maybe she, this, she must've been great in bed because like, what is she doing that he, he can't stop? Like she's so crazy, but he cannot. He probably stop. knows where his prostate is. 
she probably does. She probably, probably does. I wonder if they soak it or if that is also the captain steering the ship. I mean, if she was more, if she had more experience than him, she probably could have just been like, no, no, no. You haven't been Mormon that long. Uh, yeah. This is how, this is how we do it. Yeah. And, and uh, right. He's been Mormon for a long time, but she, Jody got around. So I'm sure Jody did have a, a, a trick or two up her, up her sleeve. Up her wizard sleeve. Yeah. So he starts dating Lisa Andrews, who is a devout 19-year-old Mormon. Like, very good girl. Very, very Gross. good girl. Yeah. And she's like, you know, she dresses nicely. She dresses very... She's a good girl. She's she's not very a Jody. Demure. Very demure. That's a great word. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Like, I think too demure even for a rainforest cafe. That would have been way too wild for her. Yeah, um, they serve carbonated beverages there. She would not go. Yeah, yeah. So he's dating her. They're like not even kissing. You know, it's a very chaste thing. So he starts texting, sexting with Jody again, and things are getting like <laughs> kinkier and kinkier and kinkier. They're having like this like wild phone sex. The texts are getting like <laughs> very. What do you mean? <laughs> What do you mean by wild phone sex? Oh, we'll get into it. I mean, there's... I oh. Yeah. Yeah. There's... In in the actual trial, she, like... I was reported, about to say, is this in the court? It is, yeah. So and excited. I... You know what? I saw something on it, like, years ago, and I, I, for the life of me, I couldn't find, like, audio of it or a transcript, but she did... She, like, recorded it, and, I mean, it, <laughs> the fantasies were getting, like... A very very kinky and B like they would involve, <laughs> they would involve like fairy tales like he would like um, I'm sorry I don't mean to laugh like you know I don't mean to kink shame people can do whatever they want but um, I'm just like imagining you're like okay I'm the manager at Rainforest Cafe you come in <laughs> you don't even have a reservation oh my god oh my god. <laughs> I get you a table. It's, it's a busy Saturday night. 300 covers on the book. Yeah. I, I get you a table. We <laughs> we flirt over an appetizer of Jamaican I, I comp- I comp- Jamaican calamari. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. <sighs> butter glistens on your lip. I pull you back behind the animatronic antelope. Gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> and we just soak like we've never soaked before. We touch lips without moving any muscles. Whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. We touch faces erotically. Touch faces erotically. We jump on top of the animatronic antelope soaking. The antelope turns on. And we then are making love because the antelope is moving. Yeah, it sounds wow, sexy, we could right? Easily write this smut book we could go straight to book we wouldn't even have to stop at wattpad oh my god you know i'm great at writing erotic novels like did you know that dinosaur erotica is its own like look you're not gonna come talk to me about chuck tingle like i don't know (laughs) i'm glad you know about the tingle yeah i know about chuck tingle too but actually okay so chuck tingle though came after the he was not the originator of the dinosaur erotica it was like these two girls 
I think we're probably like high one night and we're like, you know, it'd be really fucking funny. And they make a lot of money from it. They make a lot of money from writing these ridiculous books about like my torrid threesome with the triceratops. Like it's just, people want to kink shame and talk about these people being monster fuckers. But I ask you this, when we're watching all these shows as a kid, why'd they have to draw them that sexy? Not my fault. Yeah. Not my fault. Yeah. Agreed. Although I don't think ever. Immediate, immediate honorable mention to Goliath from the show Gargoyles. I don't know that show. Shameful. Please correct this. It's on Disney plus. I'll give you my password. Okay. This is peak nineties. It is amazing. I love peak nineties. You have Jonathan Frakes and several people from Star Trek next generation as voice actors for the show. Jonathan Frakes is the main bad guy. It is. I don't know who Jonathan Frakes is. Amazing. He plays um, Picard's number two on Star Trek Next Generation. The guy with the baby face and then he slowly gets a beard throughout the show. I haven't watched Brown the show. Hair, light I know, eyes. I don't, I don't have a soul. I haven't watched it. I'm going to send you a picture of Jonathan Frakes right now. Okay. Anyway, Frank continue. Back to, <laughs> back to your uh, telling about their wild and crazy phone six. Well, yeah, they're fantasy. It wasn't actually at the rainforest cafe. I wish it had been, but um, they had like lots of fairy tale, um, like role plays that they would do. And like, she would like, (laughs) she would dress up as like little red riding hood. And I think he was like the the big bad wolf. And like, he'd like chase around the forest and like, she was in like a sexy, uh, I think this actually happened. I think like they actually did this. They definitely talked about it. Um, but it was like it, it really intense and they're like doing a lot of like, it's getting really kinky. There's like a, a bunch of sex toys and they're doing the butt sex and they're do, like, they're just doing a lot of kinky stuff. Right. It's, it's gone from, we're not having penetrative sex to like, can I fuck your earlobe kind of a thing? Like they're mm. doing it everywhere. So, and then this is, you know, like I actually, I really can't, I can't tell if, Travis like ever like really did like love her and then was had so much self shame because of the church and everything because she was this like like sex vixen that then he like Strump shamed it. himself. Strumpet. Yes. Strumpet. <laughs> um but do you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know I don't know if he if, if this was a, a situation where it was like, no, he really does love her, but he like can't do it because of the religion and all this kind of stuff. And then he's like feeling all this like guilt back onto himself. Or if they started together and then he was like, oh no, she's a hoe actually. Like I'll just bone her. And I, I genuinely don't know because it, he did keep going back to her. And like, I, I get that. Great. They're, you know, they're, they're boning in rainforest cafes and in the Grimm's brothers fairy tale. But like, if she really was that nuts, like dudes can get laid. Like he's a good looking dude. I, I feel like he would have found somebody else. So I do think he like did have, she was so, I mean, I don't know why he was, she was so nuts. He had to have felt something for her, I think. Right. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I just, could I have been innocent. He could have been a douchebag. Who knows? Yeah, I feel like I he just probably tricked her by having sex with him. And he was like, Whoa, mind blown regular sexual intercourse that's not chaste and scary and weird i know but she's so nuts like he kept coming back to her she's such a nut job like 
Look, ask know. any man we're friends with about the hot, crazy matrix. And they'll probably tell you like the sex is just better for some reason, or they imagine it to be so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's yeah, true. Guy friends talk about this all the time. Uh, yeah. I've heard him talk about it too, but she's like next level. The tale like, I mean, as old as time, Kate. Yeah. <laughs> It is true. It is true. Some things withstand the test of time. Cleopatra, crazy as crazy as can be. Great lay though. Uh, I read that she wasn't that crazy. Really? I think she was really smart. Yes. Well, I think she's really smart too, but they, the two are not mutually exclusive. Of course, of course. Um, but I think she was painted to be more of a harlot because of the Roman Empire trying to discredit her. I cannot speak intelligently on this, and I do not want to besmirk her good name if she has one. Then move on, because I'm fucking Cleopatra. <laughs> oh my god! All due respect to Cleopatra. Then back I'm up. <laughs> very, very, very sorry. Um, okay, let's get back to let's get back to the real cray cray, Jody. So in two thousand February two thousand and eight. He's dating this Lisa Andrews person. Jody finds out about it. They're on a date. He comes out. All four of his tires are slashed. So she slashed all of his tires while he's on this, this date. This is right out of the crazy ex-girlfriend playbook. That's I know. It's, I know. It really is. Right I mean, out of it. I think sneaking through the dog door puts your own little personal twist on it. But the yeah, the slashing the tires is like. You got to be memorable. You got to keep them guessing. She Don't was just listening to that Carrie Underwood song before he cheats. Remember? She's like a slash all his touch. That's what was going on. Dude, I, I bartended at a country then. bar while that was popular. So, Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. You must have heard it Thank so you. much. It was awful. Yeah. Was, yes, constantly. Oh, oh, my God. And then she came out with, I forget, there was another one that was like on the next album that was the same kind of shtick, but just like in a different package. And then all the same girls that were like, I love this song. This is an empowering song. Then they started that one. And it was like, Oh my God, is this ever going to end? Carrie Underwood stop coming out with these dumb songs. It's funny though. Cause I read these tweets and people are like, how come male country is like, Oh, I love you. You're the in my end and beginning. Da, 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 da. And then female country music is like, <laughs> oops, shot my husband. It is. Well, <laughs> it really is. It's just so hanging out true. on my front porch with my 12 gauge. Obviously, it's I'm innocent. A hundred and ten percent. My best friend and I are hiding it together. It, that's very true. That's a strong archetype. Got 50 acres and a pig farm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's true. It's true. Stay away yeehaw, from those. Uh, yeah. Ye yeehaw is right. Yeehaw is right. Um, okay, so the tires are slashed. his tires, yeah. Slashes his tires, yeah. Lisa finds out that he's fucking Jody on the side. Again, he just can't stop. So Lisa breaks up with him. Dude. Poor Lisa, this little, like, case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, can't take it. So he, then Jody tries to go in again. He's like, no, dude, it's not going to happen. He starts dating Mimi Hall, another uh, Mormon gal. Um, literally sounds like someone who could be on the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah, I know. I know, I know, I know. Next up, we got um, Mimi Hall. Right, yeah, we got Mimi Hall. She comes out with her, like, spangles and big curls, for sure. Okay, so Jody moves, finally moves. She's like, I can't, I can't take this. So he's like, 
it's great you're gone. Uh, so g- glad you're out of my fucking life. You're the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Then what do they do? And who says this? Because you kind of Travis sorry. says it to her. Travis. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because he's got Mimi now. But a month later, Mimi. Yeah. What are they doing? Mm, they're fucking again. <sighs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. I don't so, want to victim blame here, but I, what was I, oh, I know. I won't say anything else. I I'm know. Getting, I'm dancing next to the edge there. I can't say it. I know. I know. Um, so, and then this is taken, there's like a really, really long quote, um, but I took like the, the shorter one from like their emails back and forth. Um, so For now that, he's getting 80, like. 80,000 emails. Yeah. 82,000. Right. So he's getting aggressive. Like he's getting aggressive with her. So he writes to her, there's not a day where I haven't dreamt about driving my shaft long and hard into you and soaking it. No, he didn't say that. Um, You're the ultimate slut in bed. You'll rejoice in being a whore whose purpose in life is to please me in any way I desire. So he's getting like. It's it's man's first go at erotica and he's doing horrible. Yeah, exactly. And I don't get like, this is not like a game that they're you know it's not like a bds on like fun like he's like degrading her like it's not you know cute and, and fun yeah. but but she's no. like but she's like okay because she's you know obsessed with them. <laughs> right. Yes, yeah, right cool um talk about my criminal record hot yeah yeah so he's saying all this shit to her and like fucking her dirty style and I think like for a while, God, imagine, gonna... imagine listening to that about your son during a court case. And like, oh. I know. Yes. And there's like, <laughs> I know. And there's like the actual like audio of the phone sex. And he like goes, and this is like tell. a cautionary tale for men dating crazy women. It's like, do you want your mother reading that? That you sl- sent to some slutty woman is yeah, that, what you want? that kills you. Like, come on. That's how you, that's how you get them out of the crazy matrix. This little parable. Uh, yeah, so the email, just the emails and the the back and forth between them has escalated. Mm-hmm. It is, it's gotten into this like very derogatory place. She finds out about the vacation, l- literally loses her mind. So that email where he says all that stuff was May 2nd. Mm-hmm. June 2nd, she goes and buys gas like in a container in a separate container oh. and rents a car man. yeah she's oh, trying yeah. to be like she's so dumb she's trying to be smart but it's just it sounds you know it sounds like a country lyric like chorus <laughs> the stuff she does it's it's oh, really man. it's really ridiculous so she buys cute gas. karaoke not cute girl life not cute it's really not cute either let's be honest um but yes, it is a worse, yeah. it's a worse look when you're going to, to kill somebody. So she buys this gas separately. She rents this car. Um, she says she's going to visit this new guy that she's talking to. But by June 4th, she's in Arizona um, at his oh, place, dude. which she denies. Oh, also there's a quote unquote break in at her grandparents' house who she was staying with back in California mm-hmm. and their gun is missing the same gun that's used to shoot travis alexander what a coincidence right spoiler spoiler alert 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's just, I just love that she thinks she's being sly by like staging yeah. a break it. It's just, it's so, it's so, so ridiculous. Look, the guy may have been really bad at, you know, writing erotic emails, but I don't think he deserved to be shot. No, I definitely don't deserve yeah. I think he deserves she's to be shot. She's extra crazy. Oh no, she's she's definitely the villain in this for sure. For sure. 110%. Yeah, 110%. Um so June seventh, in the in the interim, she goes and she stays with uh her not boyfriend, this guy that she's like trying to use as like a cover. She's like, oh I like him. So I'm gonna go stay with him. She stays with him for like 24 hours. Cannot um account for her where being the rest of, of the time. So June 7th, she returns the car. June yeah. 9th, Travis Alexander's body is found by Mimi and friends because he doesn't show up for this vacation. How oh. he is found, he has been shot with a 25 caliber gun, but that's not oh enough, God. right? That's not going to kill you. He also was stabbed 27 times with his throat oh, slit yeah. from ear to ear. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Um, so at first, you know, the police, obviously she's a suspect, um, but she's like, oh, obviously. no. I'm- obviously. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think it takes um, the best detective in the world to, to find your number Put this one, one together. Yeah. Um, she had to put this to solve this jigsaw puzzle. Um, but she's like, no, I like, there's only so many miles on my car and I didn't stop to get gas. Like she, they're like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I love that. She's like, haha, got him. Uh, yeah, me too. Like, I, I love that. She's like, I've got committed, committed the perfect murder. Like I dialed back my odometer yeah. and I bought gas separately. Um, but they're like, so she does stay with this guy for 24 hours. So she's like, well, that's like, I was there. And the cops are like, okay, but that leaves a lot of time that you're not, not accounted for. So they're going over the crime scene and they find in the, um, in the washer, a digital camera. And at this point, Jody Aries is saying, I did not go to Travis Alexander's at all. I was not there. I don't know what you're talking about. So they find this digital camera that again, she's so dumb. She <laughs> left the digital camera there and put it in the washer, thinking that would like just like why didn't you just take it with you? What what? Right. So dumb, so dumb. But they find the digital camera. They can get all the pictures back from it. They're clearly time dated. She's there the day of the murder. So the camera oh roll is all these like very explicit sexual pictures. It's like her naked on the bed, them fucking, all these like kinky kinky pictures. And then, oh my God, it's so creepy. There's pictures of them in the shower, like fucking around, you know, getting started. And then I didn't want to see this. I haven't seen like the murder pictures, but I did see this yeah. picture and it like haunts me. The, the last picture before there's pictures of the murder is like him. And you can, you can see that like, she's just about to shoot him or stab. Like you can like see the terror in his, it's fear in his eyes. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Yes. Like it, it, you can it's 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 a really like oh. chilling, chilling. Yeah. Picture. Um, yeah. Oh, and the next okay. picture is like forty five seconds later, and it's like blood all over. Like so. Wow. Clearly, she's like, guess what, motherfucker? Like, I'm gonna kill you. And yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's 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 really not good. So um, and leave the perfect amount of evidence behind. 
to right. literally show you what happened. Oh my God. Right. So then she's like, okay, no, I was there. I was there. You're right. I was there. Um, and, but we, we were in love and we were making love and we were having, you know, like <laughs> this beautiful, gorgeous lovemaking session. Like the picture. Right. And then like it's a, like, okay, so what happened after uh, timestamp 1045? Okay. You know what I mean? Well, I'll tell you what happened. So she, she says, then we heard this giant bang and two ninjas entered the bathroom. You're lying. No. You are lying. No. She's like, so these ninjas broke in and I was so scared and I ran and they let me go and they said, just never come back and never tell anyone you were here. So she was like, the ninjas must have shot and, and stabbed him. So. Yeah. Yeah, this I mean this bitch is cuckoo. Like cuckoo. Yeah. Who says ninjas? Ninjas. I know. Ninjas. Like what? I just I mean it's She's like the person you see on a show that they're like, and what's your name? And they look around the room and build it off things they see. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Did you see a trailer for a movie? What are you out of your mind? Yeah. The the final story when we get to trial is, yes, I guess I must have killed him. I don't remember it. Um, And he was sexually abusing me. Like domestic, it was like self-defense. And he like constantly was emotionally and sexually abusing me. Hence why like all those like phone conversations were played. Mm -hmm. But those phone conversations were also in between that month, between like that thing, that quote, and her actually killing mm-hmm. him. So, like, not even if she wasn't baiting him, it's still it's certainly not a reason to kill somebody. But I think she was like, because she's recording these phone calls, trying to, you know, mm-hmm. coach him into saying those things. Yeah. Um, and then this is also if you look up the pictures. So, you know, as I said, she was a very like she dressed provocatively. She was a sexy woman. So for trial, she like dyes her hair dark. She gets these big, huge like yeah. No, that's the only part I know that she goes tries to like put on the mousiest disguise of all time. Yeah, because that's how I saw her was in the trial on TV, and I was like, "Who's this bitch?" And then I see pictures of her looking, you know, hot and blonde hair and you know, sluttier outfits or whatever you want to classify that as provocatively, shall we say, for sure. Yeah, that would be a much better way. She was not a demure um, dresser yeah. by any by any stretch. But yeah, she was. They moused her out. It's like the grayest brown hair, those Harry Potter glasses, or the big frame yeah. spectacles. Those things were goofy looking. So goofy, so so goofy. Like a like a really poor movie budget. I know, I know. Um, so anyway, that's the extent of the trial that I know. Yeah, the, the trial is amazing. So she, you know, she's arrested, obviously. She's arrested. Obviously. Yeah. And then I love this little factoid. So she's in jail. This is before her trial, December 2010. She was in the jail that uh, Joe Arpaio, like Sheriff Joe Arpaio, you know, that like horrible dude. Do you know uh, about him? It's not coming to me right now. No. He he was like abusing. It was like a whole big thing. He was running for uh, governor. Is this of- recently? Yeah, it was like maybe like 2018, 2016, I don't remember, but he 
I mean, I'm sure I've seen stuff about it, but it's not coming to mind right now. He's bad. I can't remember everything with him, but he's bad. He's like racist. I mean, he's just, he's a bad dude. He's a really bad dude. I'm going to take your word for it. He's supposed to be like the hardest prison warden. Like he's very, um, strict and like abusive, I think is is the thing. But anyway, she's saying at the prison that he's like the warden at, and this is just funny to Mm. me. They have prison idol, like American idol. At this prison. Prison idol. But before she goes to trial, she wins prison idol. And she gets the prize of a Christmas stocking full of goodies and a turkey dinner. I'm like, honestly, jail doesn't sound that bad. Like, if you're just having, like, singing contests and winning stockings full of goodies and turkey dinners, like, that sounds fun. Yeah, it just sounds like spicy high school. (laughs) It does. It does. I don't know murderous high school it really does oh my god just higher stakes the stakes are just slightly higher the stakes are a bit a a bit higher it's true prison scavenger hunt a little more intense than uh (laughs) than the high school one but yeah yeah, i just thought that was i thought that was funny that prison idol was a thing and she won it so okay um so all right okay uh august 8th 2011 she decides she wants to represent herself she doesn't want lawyers i mean she Excellent. is such a such a nut job. So they like grant that for a second. She immediately she immediately tries to to give evidence, like to submit evidence uh, that are letters to her from Travis Alexander, admitting that he's a pedophile. So they get them like the handwriting expert takes like one look at it and is like, "These are one hundred percent forged. She wrote these, like without a doubt. Yeah, like without a doubt." You don't need to be a handwriting expert. Like, it's your handwriting. Um, it, it says, love Jody at the bottom, and you just yeah, crossed right it out. Like, <laughs> it's just right, it's just X'd out. You have hearts over all the eyes, right. Jody. Jo- right, right, exactly. And she's like, oh, God damn it. I was so close to nailing it. <laughs> damn. Oh, my God, I know. Um, another thing, like, I just, I can't, like, Clearly, she really is just a, like a nut job because, like, she just—I don't know why she thinks she's going to get away with these things. So, one of the points of evidence oh is um, she had, you know, when they when they arrest when they got to her on the ninth, and when she was at her that guy's house that she stayed at as like the quote unquote alibi, yeah. she had bandages on on her fingers because she must have, like cut herself when she was stabbing him. So when they ask her about that. Her yeah. response is, oh, well, I just cut my fingers making so many margs, exact quote, not margaritas, margs, so many margs at, at, the, at my restaurant job, Margaritaville. So they go to the town she's living in. There's no Margaritaville. It doesn't exist. She's just oh making up. God. Yeah. Like, does she think Jody, she's- Google some of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Does she, she thinks she's so hot that people are just gonna be like, "Oh, okay, Margaritaville, yeah, that sounds great." Like, you're just, like they're detectives. <laughs> it's yeah. It's I mean, it's just it's just so. This is like when a toddler tells you a joke and you're like, "Uh huh." <laughs> I know. Yeah, it really is. Okay, Jody. Yeah. All right. Okay, little okay. baby murderer, Jody. Margs got it. Margs, yeah. So I mean, and the the trial gets more and more sensationalized because all of this, you know, the sex details are coming out. She's doing all these ridiculous things. She's like doing all oh these interviews. Um, there was like a a sub. I actually I didn't go to the website, but I will. There's still a website <laughs> that's like free Jody. Like Jody is innocent. 
because like people started to like think these ninjas were real, which of course they're not. And then she finally like she admits come on America, to, you're making us look bad in front of the other. I know, and please. she admits to the please. murder, and people are still like Jody's innocent. But yeah, it became this whole like became this whole media media circus. She's doing all these interviews, saying I'm innocent, saying I'm innocent, and then she when she's found guilty. She's like, well, I just want the death penalty, like, I, I, because I'm being imprisoned for like a murder I didn't do. She changed her tune real quick when she found out that, like, yeah, you're probably gonna get the death penalty. <laughs> and she was like, oh, um, <laughs> oh shit, I gotta tighten up and Google some shit. This yeah, time. I gotta right, I gotta, I gotta open a book for once. So she she changed her tune on that real quick. She did not end up getting the death penalty. It was like a hung jury by one, so she didn't get the death penalty. Whew. I know. I know. And then this, I just, I love this too. To be so, clear, I think she probably should have, but I mean, that yeah, is a tough I mean, call to make when you're on a jury. So I wasn't there. Yeah. That's yeah. Tough. I think she, she may have, I think the first was like a mistrial. I think it was two. I think there was one mistrial because mm. they couldn't make up their mind. And then the second one, I don't know. I can't write, but it was, it was, it went on for a while, but she did not get the death penalty. End of mm. day. She didn't get it. She's kept making a ruckus when she went to prison. She was like still trying to do all these interviews. She somehow got on again, like I don't know what they're doing in this prison. She was like had a Twitter account and was tweeting before finally the prison was like, All right, we're getting you off Twitter. But she also started this this blow. She can't Google if there's a Margaritaville, but she's on Twitter. I know. This is all over the place. I know. I mean, she is all over the place. So she she did this interview. they're like how's life in prison she's like it's all good if this is what it's like to be hated then keep hating i have so much love coming i can't even respond to it now i love it here so she's in the spicy mean girls prison movie yeah Yeah, exactly she's uh what's her name what's rachel mcadams uh character regina george she's the regina george yeah Um, on wednesdays we wear pink and murder our boyfriends correct yes um, she says the food's not great, but she loves the fajitas, probably because she loved them at Margaritaville, would be my my guess. Um, Goodness. And then she started doing, and I have to say, like, it's not bad. It's not good, but it's, I was shocked. It's actually not bad. She starts doing artwork. So she starts, like, painting all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And she sets up this online shop, and she was selling the originals for a while and you can still go to it like you gotta go to it i'll link the i'll link her send it to me yeah it's wild i gotta see this i know now it's just like prints i don't think like they like shut it down on her selling originals Mm. because i read this on two separate articles i absolutely could not believe it but i haven't been able to debunk it so i'm not saying this is for debunked debunked but i did read it in two (laughs) separate articles and this blows my mind if it is true from those From those originals that she was selling before they shut it down, her net worth is between one and five million dollars. She sold what that the much fuck? because you're people lying. Were, this is the craziest thing ever. I know, but people were like obsessed with her, and you know, like there's all those like weirdos that like. I mean, yeah, they want to belong I, so bad they're gonna buy Jody Arias paintings. Well, Arias, stop Arias, it with your pronunciation privilege. Um, well, she sucks, so I don't feel bad. Yeah, no, she does suck. Yeah, I mean, I think they were like, some of them were being like auction. It's just, or maybe they were on eBay. Maybe that's what it was. Because they, the prices would go up, 2006 up, 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 up. was a good time for eBay. 
Well, this was this was not 2006. This was like 2011, 2012. But oh, by the end of it, okay. yeah. Yeah, so she's still doing this artwork, but now you can just look at the <laughs> the, the paintings look like um as I said, like she's not like they're not like ridiculously bad, but they do kind of they all remind me of like a cover photo that like your grandma would have on Facebook, if that makes sense. They're like animals <laughs> and like geometric shapes and like you'll see. You'll see. Aunt Karen's uh yeah. <laughs> border. Aunt Karen is trying to collect all the Arius originals. <laughs> it's wild. Um, but yeah, so, and she's not liked by any of her. Um, this generation's Norman Rockwell. We got right, yeah, exactly. Ar- Arius. <laughs> this generation's. Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah, the, the perfect American fam. Um, but yeah, none of her like uh, cellmates like her because she flirts with the guards and she's. They all think she's crazy. Yeah, that's where she is now. She's just painting her little heart out. Eating fajitas. Yeah. Poor There's Travis. no way they're eating fajitas. Yeah, I think that's a lie. I mean, I hope, I I don't know. They're doing prison idol. I, but yeah, it's, I mean, no, I wouldn't they're say. they're corners. There's no way. There's no way. And I don't really think the airiest word is the word of gold, shall we say. Mm, not a. Not a very trustworthy source, you say. Yeah, not not the most. Mm. I would give her I would give her a thumbs down on Snopes. I would not fact check Ooh. her stuff. Sick burn. Sick burn, I know. Um and then I did as I said, I we're gonna have to revisit this. We can do it tomorrow. Yeah. But um it, because this is a whole nother a whole nother thing. Part their two, astro- bitches. Yeah, part two. Their astrology merits its own. 20 minute chunk because it is absolutely bonkers bonkers bananas oh my god um, yeah it's it's bonkers like well, i'm excited to hear about it tomorrow when we record part two me too i'm excited of to yours about it. and then my topic <laughs> which so is excited. not jody arias <laughs> arias i hope it's getting further into soaking that's what i hope it is you can save that for spooky season, actually. Ugh, sp- spooky soaking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the scariest thing I've ever heard. Ugh, gross. <laughs> I know. It is gross. <sighs> Do you have anything special you want to leave with us today, Kate? No, not really. Just, uh, no, not really. <laughs> just just um, don't marinate. Don't soak. Do anything but that. That's, that'll be my closing statement excellent yeah heard it here first guys <laughs> yeah well <laughs> also take you know, your lady to a rainforest cafe take your lady to a yes. rainforest cafe be a gentleman you gotta do it you gotta do it she deserves it it's time she does deserve it you know what i would fucking love to go to a rainforest cafe i'm not even joking me I too i really would i would love it for the nostalgia let's go me too and like having one of those like our list giant- of things to do is so long I know, but like it's a giant goblet of like, I don't know, it would be like Spearnoff raspberry mixed with like dragon fruit punch, like oh, God. dinosaur pretzel sticks. Like, I want to go. I want to go. I want the atmosphere. I want the romance. I want it all. I just want to people watch. I got to see this demographic people. Yeah, me too. Messing it up at Rainforest Cafe. Yep. Can't look in the mirror though. That's too tough. I'm just going to look at the people there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely don't see me facing the mirror. For sure. See me facing the animatronic rainforest. Thank you. Yep. 
Time to disassociate in a rainforest cafe. <laughs> the name of my autobiography. <laughs> Time to disassociate in a rainforest deep, cafe. Deep thoughts in the deep jungle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Chap- chapter one. Where the hell is my appetizer? Right. Oh, God, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I love it. Okay, well, I will talk to you tomorrow, and we are so glad you popped in to listen. We know it's been a long time. We're sorry. We're going to be back, though. We've got so much content to come. And hopefully I'm going to get faster at editing these and getting them out. But for now, it still takes me like five or six hours. So please be patient. I'm learning. You're amazing. Thanks. You're welcome. It's because I don't kill my ex-boyfriends. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) The first step to success. Step one. Mm-hmm. Girl boss. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, girl boss. The sequel to disassociating in a rainforest cafe. You know, yes. things can always change. So, I needed a minute, but now I'm that bitch again. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> yep. Love it. Okay. Well, I'm gonna jump off because this is getting unhinged. We love yeah. y'all. <laughs> Say bye yes. to the people, Kate. Bye. Love you guys. Eat rainforest cafe. Yeah.